Good morning and welcome to worship today here at Trinity United Methodist Church. My name is Wade Giffen. I'm one of the pastors here. I'm so glad that you've joined us today. Today is a very special day, a very special Sunday in the Christian year. It's called All Saints Sunday. It's very important because it does two things for us. One is it gives us an opportunity to celebrate the saints of the church who are no longer physically here with us, who have gone on to their reward, as we would say, in the church triumphant. But it also gives us an opportunity to look at the lives of those who have gone before us, and it gives us hope and encouragement in our own journey as well. In worship today, it'll be a service with a little more music than usual and some elements to help us remember those who have been special to us, saints we don't see anymore, and how we can be encouraged because of their lives. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I wanted to just take a moment to frame for us uh, this unusual kind of uh, approach to a worship celebration. Today is, um, in my opinion, is one of the most important Sundays in the life of the Christian year. You know, we got our big ones, we got Easter, we got Christmas. All Saints for me is right up there because it gives us an opportunity to be inspired by the saints that have gone before us, those we have loved in this life that we no longer have the opportunity to see with our eyes but are held secure in the church triumphant, in God's presence forever. Um, it is an honor to, uh, to, to celebrate and to remember those saints who have been a part of our lives. A little bit later on in the service, we'll actually read names of folks who are a part of this congregation um, who have died in the last year, but we'll also give you an opportunity to remember somebody special to you as well. So in order to help us frame um, a little bit, um, we're going to call Pastor Kim to come and ask her if she, y'all could be seated, and uh, ask her if she would uh, give us a little bit of more framing. Pastor Kim. Well, good morning to each of you. It's good to see all of you. And those that I can't see, I'm glad you are with us today as well. You know, the other day, um, as my daughter Alyssa and I were walking home from school, she was telling me about a project that she was working on for school. Um, the job was to research a holiday, and the holiday she got was St. Patrick's Day. And so on the way home, I asked her, what do you know about St. Patrick? And she told me a little bit, and then she turned to me and she said, Mom, what is a saint anyways? I, perfect question, perfect timing. Um, it's a good question, and it's so appropriate on this day, All Saints Day. And I want you to take a moment and just think about a saint. I want you to picture in your mind an image of somebody who you would consider to be a saint. Do you think about the disciples of Jesus or those biblical heroes? Um, do you think about those people, great people in our world, who seem to be full of faith and love and compassion? Maybe somebody like Mother Teresa. Or do you think about somebody in your own life that has had a powerful impact on you that has taught you about God's love and about faith. Who do you picture when you think about a saint? Well, I ask this question because often when we think of saints, we instantly go to these images of people that we consider to be superheroes of the faith. 
we paint this picture-perfect image in our mind of what a saint is supposed to look like. But the thing is, I imagine none of you pictured yourself when I asked you to picture a saint. But each of you is a saint. And as Pastor Wade said, this is a day when we are honoring the saints who have passed from human life. But I also want to invite you today to think about what it might mean for you to carry the name saint, to claim it as your own identity, and to hear anew the call that Jesus places on each of our lives. So often in church, and Pastor Wade, you can tell me if, if my image is correct, but we often think of All Saints Day um, as either a memorial service or we lift up the superheroes, and we have trouble identifying um, with both of those. But if we actually look in the New Testament, the Greek word for saint that's generally used it does not refer to people who have passed away. That doesn't mean they weren't saints, but that's not what this, the term is used, um, used for in the New Testament. It usually refers to those people who are living. It refers to those people who've set themselves apart from the world and are committed to drawing nearer to God. They aren't superheroes. They're not people who are perfect in any way. They're just ordinary people who have been given the extraordinary gift of the Holy Spirit and God's grace. I pastor and author Nadia Boltz Weber, she described what it meant to be a saint um, really well. She said, it has been my experience that what makes us the saints of God is not our ability to be saintly, but rather God's ability to work through sinners. And what makes us saints is the Holy Spirit and our willingness to be used by God and to follow Jesus. We all have work to do to be more loving. We all have areas where we need to grow spiritually, but we don't earn the title saint by being good. The title of saint, it comes from allowing the Holy Spirit to work in our brokenness so that others can see the light that Jesus offers the world. We aren't saints because we're perfect. We are saints because we're connected to the perfect love of Jesus. And so on this All Saints Day, I want to invite you to think about what might happen if we claimed that title, saint, while we are living? What if we claimed that name and let it define the ways we live? What might happen if we started looking at each other and calling each other saints? Saint Wade, Saint Megan. Would it feel any different? Would we strive to be intentional about living holier lives? I don't know about you, but when I claim the name Saint, Saint Kim, I feel a desire, but also a sense of responsibility to be more attentive to following Jesus, to offer grace and to work to transform the world through love. It changes 
the way I look at, at my life. And so today we have some people who are in essence, they want to come forward today and formally claim that name saint. And they're going to express their desire to be more connected to that perfect love of Jesus through this church. And on this day, when we celebrate the communion of saints, it feels so fitting to welcome them officially as members of this church. And so therefore, I want to invite them to join me up here right now. Um, we have St. Cindy and St. Brad and St. Jimmy and St. Leanne. I didn't invite you all up here. Why don't you just gather around the baptismal bowl? We're so glad to have them joining us officially today. Friends, through the sacrament of baptism, we are initiated into Christ's holy church. We're incorporated into God's mighty acts of salvation and given new birth through water and the Spirit. And all of this is God's gift offered to us without a price. And through the reaffirmation of faith, we renew the covenant declared at our baptism. We acknowledge what God is doing in our lives and we remember our own belovedness. We remember that each of us are saints and we affirm our commitment to Christ's holy church. And so I ask, each of you, on behalf of this congregation, do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness, reject the evil powers of the world, and repent of your sin? If so, please say, I do. Do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves? If so, please say, I do. Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior? Do you desire to put your whole trust in his grace and promise to serve him as your Lord in union with the church which Christ has opened to all? If so, please say, I do. According to the grace given to you, will you remain faithful members of Christ's holy church and serve as Christ's representatives in the world? If so, please say, I will. And I ask all of you, saints, do you, as Christ's body, the church, reaffirm both your rejection of sin and your commitment to Christ? If so, please say, we do. Will you nurture one another in the Christian faith and life and include these individuals in your care? Will you proclaim the good news and live according to the example of Christ? If so, please say, we will. Will you surround them with a community of love and forgiveness so they may grow in their trust of God and be faithful? Will you pray for them so they may walk in the ways that lead to life? If so, please say, we will. Well, friends, I invite you to take a moment to come to the baptismal water again um, and just place your hand in the water and we are going to remember your baptism and be thankful.
Remember that you are God's beloved, that each of you is a saint, and claim that identity. I think we have someone else who wants to reach the water. May the Holy Spirit continue to work within you, that having been born of the water and the Spirit, you may live as faithful disciples of Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, I now ask each of you, as members of Christ's universal church, will you be loyal to Christ through the United Methodist Church and do all in your power to strengthen its ministries? If so, please say, I will. And as members of Trinity, will you faithfully participate in its ministries by your prayers, your presence, your gifts, your service, and your witness? If so, please say, I will. Well, friends and members of the household of God, I give each of these individuals to your love and care. Do all in your power to increase their faith, confirm their hope, and perfect them in love. And may we all be so eager to remember our baptisms. Let's now welcome our newest saints. Before you return to your seats, let's take a moment to pray. Lord, I thank you for the gift that each of these people are to Trinity. Each of them brings something special to this community and to the world. And we recognize that you have been working in their lives and you have brought them to this point. Continue to lead and guide them. Help all of us to grow in your faith and your love so that we can truly be the body of Christ for the world. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, all right. I'm going to ask you to remain standing. Um, we have come to that part of the service where we are going to um, remember what we call it is the role of the victorious. Victorious in that they have finished their race. They have fought the good fight and now enjoy their reward. Um, Abraham, thanks for reminding us. It's okay to feel sad. Uh, because re regardless of the reality of are taking some comfort in knowing that people are in that church triumphant. We still don't see them, and we're sad. So today is a, it's kind of a balance between the two. And uh, these names that we're about to read are the members of this church who have died in the last year. And while we're reading these names, I would have you think in your own mind of the saints whose names we don't say out loud, but you carry in your heart because there will be an opportunity um, at the end for one last tolling of the bell so that you can remember that person as, as well. So hear now these names as we celebrate their lives and their course that is finished. Dave Williams. Earl Hawkins. Lori Faison.
Greg Ferguson. Florence Olson. D. Himes. Sarah Quick. Jim Shira. Eileen Houston. John Montgomery. Andy Anderson. The Reverend Gloria Brooks. Marianne Forder. Linda Ryan. Bill Allman. Linda Pointer. McClellan Hurst. Alma Nicewater. Vic Ireland. And now that one that you hold, or that many that you hold, those names dear to you, we no longer see in this life. Hold that now as we toll the bell one last time. Let us pray. O Lord, we give you thanks for each of the saints we have named aloud and also those that we've named in our hearts. We thank you for the many ways that they have touched our lives, for the ways that they have taught us about love, about you, Mm. and about faith. We thank you for the ways that they have added something special to our lives, to the community, and to the world. Most of all, we thank you for the gift of eternal life and for the fact that they now fully rest in your light and your love. Lord, for those of us who are missing the people we love, We ask that you ease our hearts, Mm. grant us peace, help us to remember and focus on the beautiful moments of life and the love that we shared, not just the death. Mm. Fill us with your peace, knowing that there is a love that can save and that will reunite us. And may the light that each one of these saints brought into our lives continue to burn brightly. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I go ahead and have a seat. Friends, as Pastor Wade mentioned, we all have those people in our lives that we're missing. And it's hard to say goodbye to those people whether it's been in the past year or even some time ago. 
And we know that their absences from our lives, they create holes in our hearts. But God promises that we remain connected through the communion of saints and that those that we loved, they are held in Christ's light. And as a reminder of that light, we want to invite you today to light a candle in memory of those that you're remembering today. That light, it symbolizes that while our loved ones may be gone from our sight, their presence can still be felt in our lives. Now, during the next two songs, we invite you to come at any point to any one of these tables whenever you feel moved or whenever you feel ready to do so. There is no need to feel rushed, and there's no need to feel pressure to participate. Come as you feel comfortable, and take as long as you need at the table. We simply ask that when you come to the table, if you will take one of the matches and light it in the lit candle, um, and then light one of the other candles. I would ask for safety purposes, if you could try to light the ones in the back first, um, that'll keep people from reaching over lit candles. So come as you feel led and ready, and may these candles shine brightly as a reminder of lives and love remembered. Let's pray. Oh God, it's always a tender moment for us when we draw close to mind those we love so dearly in this life and those who have finished their course in this life and now are held secure with you. We know that love is a risk to fully love has with it the risk of loss. And no one has modeled that any more closely for us than you. That you loved us so dearly and so deeply, you created us that you might love us. And when our love failed, the ultimate expression of love was Jesus. Oh God, we confess that, that we take that gift of love so lightly sometimes and that we fail and that our love fails. And then on a day like today, we are reminded what love really feels like and what it really is. And so we give you thanks. Thank you for the saints that surround us in this great cloud of witnesses, as we often say, this communion of saints, both here and now and the ones we no longer see. We pray that you would continue to bless us through these memories today, but mostly inspire us that we might indeed someday be one that someone else would look to and be thankful that this saint
was in their lives as well. Inspire us to be saints, not just in this building, but everywhere we go, every conversation, every encounter. Help us to so love as your saints that the world would know love. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' strong name, amen and amen. So thanks for being with us today as we have celebrated the saints of the church and thought about the encouragement they give us for our own journey in life. I hope you'll join us next week as we begin a new series. It's based on the last three parables that Jesus taught before the ordeal of the cross. This is how Matthew remembers it in his gospel. We have some great messages coming up, and I hope you'll join us. For this week, though, God bless you, and have a great week.